Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Where's My Blueprint Podcast, where we talk about all things adulting, our experiences as three Black women on this amazing journey of living our best life, trying to support each other as we figure out this ghetto world of adulting. I am joined by my amazing co-host, Nay and Sunny D. Hey honeys, I'm Nay, your virtual homegirl who thoughts on almost any and everything. Also, full-time parent, and sometimes you may hear my little one in the background of this podcast. Lo siento, I am sorry. To me, adulting is a game of whack-a-mole. Once you think you have one thing conquered, something else pops right up. Hey everyone, it's Sunny D. And to me, adulting is choosing to be your best self while that laundry piles up and the dogs chew on your good shoes. Yo, this is your girl, Nakai, and I'm your host of Where's My Blueprint Podcast. I randomly burst out in song, Love Ice, and think adulting is a beautiful storm of I get to do what I want to do mixed with what the hell did I sign up for? Thanks for joining us. Now let's get to the episode. Hey y'all, welcome back to Where's Small Blueprint Podcast, where we deliver entertaining, educational, and some inspirational thoughts and comments all about adulting. Welcome back to the month of June. As y'all already know, if y'all been tuning in, this is African American Music Month, so we are jamming to the music. I, as y'all know, if y'all listened to the last episode, I am still on a fast, so I'm fasting for music, but go African American Music Month. Woo, woo, woo. Okay, Sunny D, how did you engage in some pleasure this week? So, you may wonder what a married 30-something-year-old woman would engage Engage in as for pleasure. Your girl went to Dairy Queen and got a large ice cream cone. Listen, I love Dairy Queen ice cream. I mean, love it. And I'm a simple girl. I don't need a blizzard. I don't need all the mixings. That's my husband's job. My mom does that. That's for them. For me, a large ice cream cone, plain, not even dip. It's so soft. It's so freaking good. To get one of those, I would probably get another one today because oh, it just sounds so good. So definitely had to engage in that. And I I love giving my husband attention. I gave him like a little foot massage. He had a rough day from work. It was long. He was tired and I could just see it on his whole like being that he just needed to relax. And so we just sat on the couch with some snacks, watched whatever madness we found on YouTube and just gave him a foot massage. We was just chilling and I love being able to do that. So that's what I did this week. I love that. And girl, Dairy Queen's ice cream. When you said that, I'm like, you know what? When we leave, damn it, I cannot have it because I'm fasting from sweets too. Okay. Well, my fast is over. I will be getting Dairy Queen because when you said that, I was like, dang, that's one thing I haven't thought about in a while. But yes, they have some good freaking ice cream and you are good because you only use, you only get the ice cream. I get mine in the blizzard or dipped and everything. Like I want all the works. I give me all of it. But for me, how I showed, (laughs) how I engaged in pleasure this week is, so y'all, I don't know if y'all know what a um, mango lassie is, but it's like an Indian yogurt type of drink. Yeah. so good. I've only had them in California. And so I was, you know, doing my grocery shopping at Costco, walking down the aisle, doing what I need to do. And they have a mango lassie. And I was like, "Mm, is this real? So I was like, let me try it. It's Costco. You can always bring it back if you don't like it. And so (laughs) I tried it and y'all, this is amazing. Like the best, it's not the best, but it's a good substitution. So if y'all have a Costco membership, go to Costco, get y'all some yogurt, mango lassie. It's really good. It has probiotics. So it's good for the tummy too but yeah so that's how I engaged in pleasure this week because I'm already they come in two and I'm already down to my last bit of my last one so when I go grocery shopping again I'm gonna get four so yeah (laughs)
<laughs> I haven't had one of those, but I have heard about them. And I think it was one of the, we watch a lot of like food channels and food vlog channels and stuff on YouTube. And it was a pair of guys that were somewhere in India and they had one. And that's the first time I've ever seen it or saw that they had a drink like that. And they said the same, they were like, this is so good. And some people make it differently, but like, it's such a good drink. And I was like, ooh, I'm dabbling in into Indian food, getting into Indian food, like butter chicken, like stuff like that. I think those are like the, the simple, easiest ways to dip your toe into that type of ethnic cuisine. But I haven't had the mango last scene. I'm gonna have to put that on my list now. Yes, please do. And you're um, you're in Houston. So you, you guys have a lot more Indian options than I do here. So when I say go, huge can just literally go in and be like, hey, can I get a fresh mango last They'll be like, but they will be like, yes. And you can even ask for a sample because they... Um, um, typically the one in California that I used to go to, they have like a mango, they'll give you a sample, but it was a mango one and another one, but I only like the mango. So yeah, so definitely try them, try them. And so that's going to transition us into our either or. So doom, do, do, doom, Sunny D, you can only have one. Are you ready? Either your man crush or meet your idol or mentor of all time. I'm definitely choosing idol slash mentor. I absolutely manifest meeting Brandy at some point in my lifetime. And then I also want to meet Nicole Walters because I adore her and her business, her IG is just, it's so funny to me. And I've been following her for years. So I definitely want to meet them too. I feel like meeting the man crush will be incredibly disappointing because I feel like the whole point of the man crush is for the fantasy and for like the imagination of what is and what could be be based on what information you have access to and then actually like meeting that person you'll be like but why <laughs> you know what I mean and I don't want to do that so I'm definitely going the idol mentor route I'm gonna say because you are married and happily married I understand your answer I'm single so with that I am going to meet my man crush because PG-13 version we will do everything blueprint after dark version oh we're getting it in and whether they're married or not their wives will sign an NDA and they will sign an NDA that I get him for one day. We do whatever I want and we will have, I will be able to really enjoy my man crush. So yeah, girl, let me tell you, if Tank's wife agrees, I'm going to tell him. And again, if you are under the age of 18 for the next 20 seconds, just fast forward. Don't listen. If you're over, if you're in your thirties, please listen in. If y'all listen to Tank and y'all know his music, give me one day with that man. I'm going to be, I'm going to challenge you. Everything you say in your songs, let's do. How, how dirty are you? What? are you gonna do when we play when we what <laughs> i need to experience all of this and all of you yes and if y'all know those songs because y'all are in y'all 30s y'all already know what those lyrics are we're gonna resume so if y'all little kids coming on back on listening now we can resume our conversation <laughs> so with that y'all already know we have a quote of every single episode and today's quote is by one of the most amazing beautiful relatable down-to-earth women that i know and it says a person can love you and still cheat just like we love god and still sin by the one and only cardi b you know my husband always says it's about want to right it's about you wanting to do things that you desire to do if they want to be loyal they want to be kind if somebody wants to be compassionate monogamous they will want to do those things. And if they don't want to do those things, they won't do them. Which is why I said in previous episodes, like if you want to be non-monogamous, just say that you want to go and you want to have multiple relations with people, fine. 
Be safe. Do your thing. Vocalize what it is that you actually want. And don't tell the lie that you're loyal when in reality you're not. Like, it's the same thing. And thank goodness we have a forgiving God because some of us can be left behind. And that's when I got to say, Lord, forgive me for I, I knew not what I did. But I, I like this quote because she's so tr- it's so true. Like, and I love what your husband said of the want, right? But also I like it because like at the end of the day, we kind of like chastise someone else or we throw the first stone at someone else for doing quote unquote something bad but we sin every single day and God gives us another chance so one thing I love about Cardi is that if you really pay attention to the words she says she's actually giving y'all liquid gold or words of gold like she's speaking life into y'all she's giving y'all the game she's letting y'all know what's up but we just want Cardi to shake her ass and be on a pole and drop it like it's hot but after I think she's pregnant or maybe she already had the baby but yeah so I like that because like it just shows me this quote tells me like at the end of the day just give people grace so in a reminder no sin is greater than the other a sin is a sin is a sin is a sin so the way you sin is no worse than how i sin we all do it we're all human we are all flawed so friendly reminder for those people that like to judge others and throw all of the glass or all the stones living in glass houses and whatnot your sin is not less someone else's sin is not more so there you go and on that note y'all i'm so excited that y'all are joining us on this conversation today because we are talking about amazing women in the music industry that literally have like amazing relatable lyrics and that they're just cool and down to earth but they also have this female empowerment which I'm loving and so as y'all have if y'all listen y'all are uh, long-term listeners or if you even listen to the last couple of episodes you know that uh, I am a Cardi B fan and I am a Megan Thee Stallion fan I don't have knees like Megan but back in the day I had knees like Megan when I'm in my 30s my knees pop with me just walking so <laughs> I just wanted to start talking about this or like if you know if any other relatable female artists like for me I like Cardi because like one of her songs I mean when we think about like her song like I really really love the money I don't know if y'all know that song like money I dang I cannot think of the dang melody for that one <laughs> but she's talking about like all I really want oh all I really want is money some 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 money like I love checks like give me my checks I want to fly I need a jet I need room for my legs like I mean like she's telling you I know I'm really bad with lyrics <laughs> be making up my own most of the time but like I love it because like she's like listen at the end of the day get this money um dude's gonna come all this stuff is gonna come to you always get the money I remember this one quote I heard and it was so good of like he was talking to a dude though it was like an old dude talking to a young dude and an old seasoned guy was like I've never lost money I never lost a female chasing money but I've always lost money chasing a female think about it I say I have a few female artists that I relate to. One, obviously, being my absolute all-time forever fave, Vocal Bible herself. And there's so many albums that she has and and I listen to these albums at different points in my life because they do certain things, like they serve certain purposes. You know what I mean? And like, ideally that's like what music does. You listen to certain music at certain times at certain moods and stuff like that. So she's one that I always have a constant because there's always a song that I can relate to in any given point from any of her like discography so her I really enjoy I also really enjoy Ella May's music I find her so relatable I love the music that she made like she's had two albums she's had EPs like no skips not a one you know what I mean and I love being able to listen from start to finish and all of them are like jamming you know what I mean and I really enjoy it I also love me some Jojo she ain't melanated however comma y'all can't argue that Jojo is not talented hella 
hella talented. Also, going on the unmelanated tip, Isla is also a new favorite of mine. Both of them, though, are in like R&B playlists. So like you can find them in like music that's influenced by Black culture and Black people. And it's not appropriating, which I appreciate. Like it's not like cosplay type. You have some that want to be really bad and you have some that just appreciate the musicality of what we've created. And those two I absolutely love. So those are the four that are constantly on rotation for me. So you said something and I totally need to give her her flowers, which is LMA. Like I feel like one of her most relatable songs, in my opinion, is Naked. That song, when I first heard it, I was like, okay, I need to just look up the lyrics because the song has me in a like, oh crap, you know what you write? Because when you hear the title, again, titles, right? Naked. You're like, oh, somebody's physically naked. And she goes on this deeper dive or this true journey of like, I want someone that truly sees me with all my flaws, all my BS, everything that comes to me, but my authentic self, meaning I am naked in front of you. I'm at the most vulnerable spot, but yet you still accept me and love me. That song to me is so relatable to like just life and being a female because I mean, again, you married, I'm out here in a single life. I'm like, listen, that's all I want. Like, where's my authentic dude? Where's my Boaz? And because all I'm getting, all I'm getting out here is like these dudes that are like, dude, mm, let me be real for a second audience. And you don't even have to be a black queen, just female at this point. You got a vagina. Know your worth. Do not settle. Do not. And I'm going to use Cardi B's, you know, energy. You have something that they want, which is your WAP. At the end of the day, understand your worth. Understand how powerful you are. And if you don't, go listen to that song Naked because that's a really good song. So yeah, I just wanted to give LMA her flowers. I don't know if you know this artist, but Kalani, you do? Okay. So I think Kalani doesn't get as much praise as she should. But to me, she is such a relatable artist of like all her songs. And she has this one song that um, I think it's like a letter that she writes to um, someone who left her in life. I don't know if they died or walked out of her life or anything, but it's so emotional. Like you could tell she is, she cried on while she was making this um, song. And you can hear it in the background because she's crying as she's singing. But it just like shows like how relatable that is of like, yes, I'm Kalani, I'm big, blah, blah, blah. But just like you go through stuff, I go through stuff. Somebody walked out on me when I was a child. Like someone died when I was a child and I'm still trying to make it. Like it's just, I think relatability in music in general is what makes it so universal and so long lasting because it's literally like an audio version of those feelings that you feel that you haven't been able to put words to or hadn't even processed enough to put words to, but you hear a particular song and it's everything that you've been feeling in that particular moment or that particular situation or whatever. Like I have, mind you, again, married, been together for years. I have a breakup playlist, not to save for future situations. That's not it. This is just compiled of my past experience just as a woman that's lived for 37 years. So there's one that Brandy has from her 211 album, which is called Wish Your Love Away. And I remember listening to that song and essentially crying because it pretty much is the whole song is about letting 
go of someone that no longer serves you. They did whatever it is they did. The relationship doesn't work, but you're still so emotionally like connected to them. And all you want to do is let it go. Like, I just want to wish that I, I can cut it off. And that's such an intense feeling because me being the emotional person that I am, being a Pisces and being so in tune with all of the many emotions that I feel on a simultaneous basis. When I was going through like one of the worst breakups ever in my life, like that song encapsulated everything that I was feeling because all I wanted to do was let it go. And it's it's music like that that keeps people in touch with like their own feelings because hell, I wasn't, I didn't have the language really. This was like a decade plus ago, but I didn't really have the language really. I didn't really know how to process what it was that I was feeling. All I knew is I was hurting and I wanted to get rid of it. And when I heard that song, I was like, this is how, this right here is how I feel. And like, that's what music does. It's incredible. It's an incredible art. That makes me think, I know you talked about JoJo and I know you talked about JoJo and I thought about the song Reckless With Your Heart. When I heard that song, first she, her voice is a, her voice is beautiful. JoJo's vocal ability is amazing. It's crazy. But if y'all audience, if y'all go and listen to the song Reckless With Your Heart, that is such an emotional yet relatable song. Basically hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. And somebody was reckless with her heart. She decided to, hey, I know you like me. I like you. You like me more than you. Now I'm gonna be reckless with your heart. Oh, you want to go to church? No, let's go to the club. Let's do this. Let's do that. Okay. Now you hurt this guy so badly that now you messed him up for the next girl. And if y'all, that song is powerful, y'all, because it's so good. But like, if you listen to, or even just scratch that, read the lyrics first, then listen to the music, listen to the song, because the lyrics will have you like, what the hell was Jojo on? But it's so relatable. And like, just being an adult, even if you're a teenager, it's so relatable because it's like, you're thinking like, oh my gosh, this person really is into me. This person is, you know, really being there for me when technically they just doing what they're hurting you. And they're just basically throwing your heart up and down because that's what they know. Man, Mad Love is an album. Okay. If y'all haven't heard Mad Love by Jojo, that whole album is everything. It is deep. It gets all in your emotions. It also makes you want to hang out with all your friends and have the best day of your life. It's the whole album start to finish. Oh, High Heels is my jam. But it's so good. Another song on her album is uh, Music, which is about the loss of her dad, her dad passed, and how that whole deal has affected her. Man, when I tell you that song right there gets me all in my feels. And my father passed in 2007. So it's been a very, very long time. However, comma, when I listen to the song, it brings me right back and all those emotions are right there. It is such a powerful song. And I sing that song at the top of my lungs with every ounce of emotion within me. I absolutely love it. Her, her voice is ridiculous. So I don't know if you heard, I forgot who sings this song, but it's called Dear Architect. And it's such a beautiful song. When you were talking about how she, uh, Jojo talked about a song by her dad, I was thinking about, I was literally in Dubai. We are driving, living our best life. My At this point, we're going to call her acquaintance. Um, Basically played this song. And I was like, oh, so I'm in the backseat. She's driving and Dear Architect comes on and I'm in the back in tears because this is right. Like I want to say right, like maybe six months after I lost my grandfather. And when I heard this person, I was like, I know, I feel like it's either Janelle Monet, Ella May, or some one of them. It may not be Ella May. It's what it's somebody in that genre who sings this song. When I heard this song, I was like, it was so beautifully sung. It was the lyrics were literally like she was talking to God 
side of like, dear architect, the one who creates, the one who created this whole entire place. Thank you. But why did you take him from me? Or why did you create this person to be so magical in my life to then say thank you? And then you release them. It, it, it literally, I'm in the back crying. And my friends are like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? What's wrong? And so <laughs> uh, my acquaintance who like pulled over the car, she was like, I apologize for playing that song. As I was driving and listening to the music, I realized like I looked back at you, back at you, and I was like, oh shit, this is gonna hit her. And I was like, no, thank you for playing that song because it just reminded me, it, it took me back to being with my grandfather. And so I love how like music can transport you to places that are good. And like how we talked about in a previous episode or bad, because if you nuck and you book, you better be ready to, if I nuck, you better be ready to book. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> it can just take you to different emotions and things like that. I was trying to find it real quick. And Google's not letting me be great, but it makes me wonder if, if that's the name of the song or if that's just a part of the song you remember. Because, you know, Black people don't ever call things what they are. <laughs> because I was coming up with articles about architecture and I'm like, this is not right. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I want I would want to hear that. Yeah, like Beyonce has a song from her first album, Dangerously in Love, and it's literally just titled Daddy. And I haven't listened to it since 2007. I wrote the lyrics to the song in my dad's program for his funeral. Never touched the song again, because to this day, I can't read those lyrics or hear that song without immediate bawling, like immediate emotional wave. It's I can listen to the JoJo song. I can play that. That's fine. That's easy. But because that song was out, like it was part of that album when he passed, like it's so connected to that time in my life. I have yet to listen to that song again because I just lost him. Like, and it's such a beautiful song. It's such a pretty song, but I just, I can't, I can't listen to that one. That pulls out way too many emotions out of me. Okay. I was trying to find it on my Spotify, but I'm gonna have to find it. We'll put it in the blog. I want to know what it is. Yeah, you may be right. It may have been a song that, you know, like black people, that's all I hear because that's the course. (laughs) I'm naming it what I know it is. But that song and Beyonce has a song that I really, really like. I'm gonna say this and we're gonna get off of B. Is Flaws and All. Have you heard that one of like, I'm a bitch in the morning. I'm something at lunchtime. Da, da, da. And I was like, I really like that song because it really shows. I don't know about y'all, but depending on if I'm on my period or if I didn't sleep well, I don't know what you're gonna get when I wake up in the morning. Hopefully after I pray, do my devotion and do my gratefulness, you get you get the fun to Kai. But if you woke me up in the middle of the night for something crazy, you're not gonna get that. You may get a bitch in the morning and you may get this fun person in the afternoon and you may get somebody else in the evening I don't know I'm a woman my hormones go all over the place work with me but I really like this female empowerment movement tell me if you think about this too or have you seen this of like how Megan Thee Stallion came out and like and I say Megan and Cardi but they came out and they are like empowering women to really take control of your body like it's your body and I was literally telling somebody what Megan said it was one of my um part-timers and <laughs> she was telling me she got a tattoo and stuff and I was like oh and she was like, yeah, but I said, no, do what Megan Thee Stallion said. It's your, she said, it's my body. I can do what I want with my body. I can do who I want with my body because it's my body. <laughs> and I love that because I feel like as women, we are always supposed to be the good girl. We're always supposed to sit down, be quiet, be gentle, be this. But no, that's not your body. You cannot do that. You cannot do this. You cannot do that. Oh, don't wear that because this, leave me alone. Let me be me. Let me do what I want to do and wear what I want to wear. So I have 
have this issue with other people, particularly of the opposite sex, that want to police us. And even some women that support and continue to move forward the narrative of misogyny and patriarchy. God forbid a woman has her own autonomy. God forbid a woman is confident enough in who she is as a human being that she will do what it is that pleases her. That is not for the pleasure or attention of a man. God forbid. Like the men and women make music for for other women or want to support other women and uplift. It's a problem because we are only here to be submissive and pop our babies. Lies. The lies that you tell. And that's always been an issue with me. It's definitely conversations my husband and I have had. Like I I I tend to talk back. Not even tend to. I talk back. (laughs) I talk back. I have a voice and an opinion and I'm going to call you on some stuff that doesn't make sense. Maybe that worked in previous relationships. Maybe that worked with previous friendships or what have you, but mm -mm, no, thank you. So yeah, if a woman wants to be all out on the televisions and in the interwebs with all of her bits and pieces out, she owns her body. That body belongs to her and her alone. That's it. That's all. Which is why I hate the discourse around Chloe Bailey so much because she's 20, what is she, 23, 24, 25? Like she's in her early 20s. She's still figuring out who she is as a woman. Let her express herself however it is that she wants to. No, she's not supposed to be a younger version of her mentor. Like we know who has has like helped and mentored her and her sister's talent and their music and them as artists. We know who that person is and that person is that person in their own right that's that own being and only one person can be that person let them be them and what is wrong with it absolutely nothing because you don't like it that's fine don't listen to the music don't follow her on social media don't pay any attention to it if that's not what it serves you and there are people that exist to only judge others and only judge other women because they have the freedom that they themselves wish they had so i'm so glad you brought up chloe because that was on my next where i was going next and first and foremost, this girl's beautiful. Like, I just want to say to all the haters that are hating on her, keep hating because her body's natural. She's all natural. And I'm here for it because the girl has a body on her. And kudos to you, uh, Chloe, because you are beautiful. You are a beautiful soul. The fact that you're at your age and you're so young and you were able to stand up to social media of like, don't body shame me. Kudos to you. I give you all your flowers. And also thank you for creating the song Have Mercy because baby that is my jam and I start laughing because I always think of like how it starts off of like murder on a beat so it's not nice booty so big lord have mercy and I want to say thank you also because to all the big booty girls out there and yes I mean all of us who got natural big booties we didn't go to Brazil or anything to get a BBL this is your song like enjoy having a big booty and yes when we have because we have it and God blessed us with it and thank you so much but yes that body shaming to me is like a no-go because we live in a society that already tells us if we're not white, we're not right. If our hair is not straight, it's nappy. If our if like you aren't the size X000, you're fat. Can we not just support each other? Can we not give her kudos to be like, you're so young and you're, you're empowered and you love yourself so much. Like you know yourself, you love yourself and you have transitioned so beautifully from this beautiful teenage girl to this woman that you're becoming. Like, can we not give her flowers for that? Can we not say we're happy for you and continue to do what you do? And I say that with this because, and I know I'm going on a rant, so I'm going to wrap it up. (laughs) 
I was talking to this older lady when Lord, uh, Ham Mercy came out and I was over there singing like, booty so be Lord, Ham Mercy. And she was like, that's not something you should be, do. that's not ladylike. And y'all already know me. And I was like, well, can you define what ladylike is? Because I am i don't know what that term means. And she was like, your mama didn't teach you what ladylike is. I said, no, can you? And so she was like, well, you shouldn't have all your booty out, your breasts out. Y'all need to be covered because men don't like all this and y'all just giving them a little something to look at. Oh, so what I'm hearing is that you are mad because when you were young, you were programmed to not do this. But now the younger ages are able to accept who they are. They love their bodies and they can show it off. I have it. Why can't I show it off as my body? Like it's my body. If I want to show off my body, I'm going to show off my body. If I want to cover up my body, I'm going to cover up my body. But not only that, I'm like, you are <laughs> shaming someone because of your insecurity. And if you're insecure, like you said, Sunny D, just say that. Just say that. Just say, hey, I wish I could have been like you or da, da, da. Just be real. I mean, that's it. That's all. And why is, why is it always women or girls that are expected to change who we are or our behavior or our appearance because men can't control themselves? Why is the conversation not about teaching them how to treat women and how to view women as individual separate human beings with their own autonomy and their own thoughts and their own thought process, brain, all that other kind of stuff? It's not them. It's not them. That Boys will be boys is always the mentality. And I'm like, that's BS. That's 100% BS because why do I have to put on like a um a undershirt or a cami or something I have double d boots if I wear a top like it's not like I can hide them they're here hello these are God given thank you my mother and the Lord like I can't hide these why do I have to cover up because men will look why do why are we not teaching them to respect other human beings why is that not the continued conversation it's always women need to cover up women need to be modest girls need to do such and such blah 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 and you have so many people that perpetuate the same narrative and perpetuate the same misogynistic mindset that is harmful. So when you have someone like Chloe and so many others that completely love who they are and express that in everything that they do and things that they wear and music that they make, so on and so forth, that gets hit with so much backlash because they're not fitting into the narrative that everyone has been told or everyone has been grown up with or has grown up with. It's a bunch of BS. It's ridiculous. People should be whoever it is that they are, however it is that they are. The lessons should be respecting other human beings as other functioning human beings. Sunny D, you just spoke a word because the fact that women have to change and men don't tells us what kind of society we stay in. But also why can't the huge question is why can't men control their own fucking actions and behaviors just because a woman has a beautiful outfit on or they have a small mini skirt or anything on does not give you the right to say or the right to assume that that person or that woman A wants you, B wants to have sex with you or give you the right to try to force yourself on her. Like we and this is a bigger issue and so this is why songs like have mercy i like and like songs like um cardi b walk cardi b and megan Thee stallion wop or her other song like money bag and like it just talks about like empowering myself to know that this is my body i love me i am okay with that you do not have the right to touch or do anything with me because i feel like once men know or once women really and understand the power that we have oh they're they're gonna be pissed because we could really we really do run the world we really do like you can't 
do anything without us. And that pisses me off when stuff happens like that. Yeah, 100%. It's, we are the most powerful. Literally, we are the ones that bring in the life. Like we are the most powerful. All the things that men do, a lot of the stuff that men do is for the attention of other women or to put them on a pedestal in women's minds. Like we're the ones in control, but the men act that way because that's how they were raised. They were raised that they can do anything or have anything that they want. They were raised to have that type of confidence that type of audacity and women are not and that's where the problem lies among among many yeah that's where I feel like we talked about this maybe even off air on on air one of them of like women we got to stop raising these men to think that but also stop raising these men to be your man because what's happening is that now you have raised this child this young boy to be your man and he cannot function to be another woman's man so now he gets in a relationship with a grown-ass woman who is an adult and understands she's still on her adultish stuff because we still on a journey but who understands what needs to happen and he can't function because he throws tantrums he cannot figure out how to even be in a relationship with another woman because he's in a relationship with his mama so we can save that for another episode because (laughs) y'all ain't ready for that yet because i'm gonna say that's probably too real for a lot of y'all right now but with that With that, I just want to say, y'all, as women, I hope, audience, y'all have like y'all favorite song by a woman, like woman's empowerment. Like y'all really, really, really tap into what your favorite song is and tap into that where it's like, hey, this is my song. This is my jam. Hey, turn it up. Turn it up. Or it could be something that's chill because Sunny D loves R&B. But whatever that is for you, I hope y'all listen to that, tap into that. And most of all, I'm going to always say go back to the song Naked by LMA because that song is so beautiful and it talks about like self-love understanding your self-worth and believing in yourself that you deserve what you want or you deserve anything you desire and with that a word from our sponsor hey beautifuls this message is brought to you by the grass is greener on the other side where we help women who have anger sadness and shame from being cheated on learn how to heal and take their power back so they can regain confidence restore their peace and attract the life of their dreams we can be found on ig at brianna underscore latrice that's spelled b-r I-A-I-N-A underscore L-A-T-R-I-C-E. And for all of the Where's My Blueprint podcast listeners, we're offering free 15-minute discovery calls. So if you're ready to regain and restore that self-love, self-worth, and self-belief back in yourself, shoot me a DM for a free discovery call today. Because my motto is, honey, leave that cheater and find your peace. See you on the call. Okay, switching up the energy. Here we go. Moments of Melanation is the flow. Moments of Melanation. But y'all, Moments of Melanation today is, to me, one of the most amazing women, often considered hip-hop's first lady, one of the most amazing lyricists. She can scat, she can sing, she can act, she can, she actually produces. And she is freaking amazing. She was born Dana Owens, but we all know her as the one, the only, Queen Latifah. Ah. That's me blowing hot air into the um, mic, so as cheers. <laughs> But y'all, I love this because like Queen Latifah is definitely responsible for a lot of firsts for Black female rappers. She was the first Black female rapper to be nominated for an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress in 2003 and the first Black female rapper to be halfway to get an EGOT. She was the first rapper to receive a star on Hollywood Walk of Fame. And after working as a human beatbox alongside Ladies Fresh, she was just 18 years old when she broke through in the late 1980s with a style that picked selectively 
from jazz, reggae, and soul traditions from beats produced by DJ Mark the 45 King. And guess what? Living single, co-founder, Flavor uh, Unit Entertainment. Y'all already know. It was, yes, that was her idea. Yes. (laughs) She is ranked on VH1's 100 Greatest Women, number 72 of rock and roll. And y'all, if y'all don't know this, one of her most famous, exceptional roles that she played, Cleopatra Sims on Set It Off. If you have not seen that movie, go watch it because she was my favorite out of all those four. I don't know what the other lady was who kept crying. I don't like her, but I like (laughs) Cleopatra. And is one of 27 actresses to have received an Academy Award nomination for their performance in a musical. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you. She can sing, so she's been on Broadway. And she's been in, if y'all don't know, it's a musical called Chicago. Love it. I love her because two of her quotes that she said, and I love this, is that one, she says, I wish every woman would love herself and embrace what she has, what she was naturally given. The other one is, it was a very vulnerable time going from being insecure about my body and who I am to be becoming comfortable with me. I had to tune out what the hell everybody else had to say about who I was. When I was able to do that, I felt free. Y'all help me give kudos to the one, the only, the most beautiful. And her wife is gorgeous too, Miss Queen Latifah. I mean, can we say probably one of the only women that has ever existed that has never had a bad hair day, like ever. Like Queen Latifah's hair is majestic, okay? Right? So good. Oh, it's so good. Even, oh, back in there, like, I watch Living Single now. And I'm like, dang, she was rocking that bot. Like, listen, Queen Latifah's hair was laid, okay? Khadija was on it, okay? I, this is one of my favorite shows. I absolutely love it. I love Queen Latifah. I always have. I enjoyed her in her, like, guest spots on, like, The Fresh Prince, which she actually guest starred twice and played two totally different characters. Y'all act like me and notice. I noticed. She was one time with Will, and they, like, went on a date. They, that's when they stuck some straws up their nose. She was in that episode. She was in another episode about something else. I can't remember at the top of my head, but we love Queen Latifah. Absolutely love her. So you want to know one of my favorite movies that she's done? Mind you, y'all, her movie credits, long, okay? Long. On top of being an incredible lyricist, movie credits is long. One of my absolute favorite roles is the most ridiculous movie, Bring It Down the House. Listen, <laughs> I freaking love this movie so much. So much. I just be walking around talking about who wanted with Lee. <laughs> it's, so funny. it's so funny. That movie is so politically incorrect. It is so ridiculous and stereotypical. It is so quotable and it is so absolutely funny. That's one of my absolute favorite roles that she has ever done. And I absolutely love it. I I, I mentioned this once upon a time before on the show, but Brandy's Wanna Be Down remix, Queen Latifah's part on that song is my absolute favorite. And they actually gathered, this was several years ago on the BET Awards, which I don't even know if they still have it anymore, but they actually performed that song off four of them, Brandy, Yo-Yo, MC Light, and Queen Latifah. And they performed it on stage and it was this beautiful white background. And Queen Latifah is the last verse that comes up. So she came up from behind that little white screen. Listen, I was on my feet. I watched that periodically. I will go and search it and just watch it because I love it so much. Absolutely love it. Queen Latifah is literally the queen. Like the one and only queen that we recognize is Locke. Yes, I'm so glad you said that because like, I feel like for her starting out as like this hardcore rapper, like don't get it twisted. Queen Latifah is one of the ones that are like, oh, I'm really sweet and nice, but don't test me because the hood is still in me. Maybe not at her age now, but... <laughs> 
still don't test her. But I love it because she did such as a rapper, which in those times from rapping to acting was kind of like a hard transition or was kind of unheard of. She did this so seamlessly like it was so smooth like at times I have to remember she started out as a rapper because my thing is like she's such a great actor is amazing and my favorite movie when you're talking about it is that um <laughs> oh what's the name of the movie where she uh thought she was dying last holiday <laughs> And like, she was like, no. And then her and Ella Kuj was in there. And I was like, she is such a great actor. That being said, Queen Latifah, I love you. And I give you your, your everything. That necklace movie when Ludacris was a no for me. I just felt like, I don't know what, but you and Luda are so much better than that. But other than that, I really, really, really love every single thing you do. Like from the scatting to the jazz. And yes, I didn't even realize, but your hair is always laid. Like we don't ever see you without your hair laid. But also your outfits. Can we talk about your, your stylist? Like, can your stylist style me? Because you come out looking flawless and plus okay now I'm going on a rant because I'm like girl crushing on you your skin is beautiful like your skin I feel like you don't even wear makeup and people think you wear makeup but you don't wear makeup and you just come out flawless and you're like this is just me and I want to say that because there was an episode or not an episode it was some Instagram or TikTok somebody recorded you and you were in your car and you were like hey how you doing and you look like still hair lay face good face beat and not beat as in makeup but like naturally and you were just so down to earth and I just love you I enjoy her as an artist in all capacities and I feel like a lot of like her style and overall presence you can go back and watch kind of that transition and see those moments where as she mentioned in the quote finding who she is accepting all of herself in every way that that is and all of that confidence is coming out because one thing Queen Latifah could do she can absolutely be in her African garb with all the things she can also be in the sweats and get you you know I think she's is she from Philly or something like that I think one of the two but um, you know on the basketball court Jersey Jersey thank you yeah that's right she's from Jersey but in like you know athletic wear some sweats or something on the basketball court doing her thing and being a full gown in the same week and it's just like it's flawless whichever way that it is it is so she's so relatable nobody has a beef with queen latifah number one don't nobody want beef with queen latifah have you heard you and ity also who you calling a bitch like oh i love that song so much it's so back to the music that give they're bringing out emotions that one right there don't listen to that before you go to work especially if you don't like the co-workers or your job because that could probably potentially get you in trouble but yeah just everything that she does is so fantastic nobody has a beef with queen Latifah. Queen Latifah is the queen. Like, I can't say it enough. And we are both legitimately girl crushing. So there's that. Yeah, I'm so glad you said it because yes, I am girl crushing. And with that, Queen, we just want to give you your flowers. We want to say thank you so much for everything you do, everything you're doing, everything you have done. And thank you for all the philanthropy that you're doing that we don't even talk about. Like we haven't even touched on that. And just thank you for giving back. Thank you for basically paving the ways for these new rappers out here. So thank you. And with that, we will end this episode with the quote slash affirmation and it says my music is me letting the world know how confident I am in myself and me basically telling other women and guys how confident and how comfortable I believe they should be that is by the one the only the one with the knees Megan the Stallion so guys you know we come up with all of the content but this is y'all's podcast too at to some extent. So please, if you have any other topics that you want us to delve more into, any topics you want to hear our takes on, because you know we keep it popping hot out for here, email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or 
hit up that little drop box on our website at whereismyblueprintpod.com. Once again, you can email us at wmbpod at protonmail.com or drop us a little comment, a little note, a little suggestion at whereismyblueprintpod.com. Thank you, Nay. And with that, y'all can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Google Podcasts. Every Wednesday, a new episode is dropped. And so check it out. Comment with us. Talk with us on the socials. Let us know what you think about Queen Latifah. We really want to know. And with that, you can also check out all of Naysays on the blog, which is whereismyblueprintpod.com, whereismyblueprintpod.com. And with that, we want to say thank you for listening and tuning into this episode. We appreciate y'all for chilling with us this whole entire time, but also following us this whole entire time. We love y'all. And with that, we are over and out. Peace out. Yeah.